Welcome everyone to episode 393 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Val. Today's topic uh, is going to be, we changed it at the last minute, I'll explain why momentarily, but we're going to be talking about our favorite winter snow levels, worlds in video games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will, like you, I'm also a fan of the snow levels in games. Um, And I figured since the weather has been what it has been, both uh, Mm -hmm. snowstorms and bitter, bitter cold here, um, it was a good time to talk about it. So I... uh, thought we might have done this already as an episode but it would have been years ago and i would have forgotten i don't think we have yeah, because i honestly i think we think had talked have. about it right well when you suggested it i was like that's actually a really good idea yeah good timing for it and i don't think something would have clicked that we did something like yeah. this before but I don't. yeah think especially because how much you love winter levels yeah. i feel like you would have been so excited yeah. about it like i feel like i would remember yeah definitely but yeah. I could have gone through our backlog, but it takes too long because we have almost 400 episodes in our That's backlog. Crazy. So. Yeah, we're going to be doing 400 crazy. in March. It's uh, we should probably make plans for it now because it's yeah it'll be here before we know. It's seven episodes away. Wow, so this is 393. That's crazy. Oh my so. gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. So we're gonna be doing cool. top. Is that when we do our top 10 revisited? Yeah. Revisited. Yeah. Revisited, revisited. Yep. Revisit. Yep. Revisit. Yeah. Quadruple. Three revisits. Quadru- I, don't, I don't remember. Times three. Oh yeah, three. Tripled. Tripled. <laughs> Tripled. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we were going to do the Anthem beta, but it uh, it turns out, and I didn't communicate uh, this very well, but it turns out I was the only one that played it. Um, I had meant, meant to contact Eric and Corey because they were going to play it over the weekend. I had meant to contact them earlier in the week when I put up the post, but I, I never did. Uh, and I only found out today when I was going to do the episode planning that, that I was the only one that played it. So, <laughs> and I don't feel like I played enough to be able to talk about it by myself. So, no. uh, possibly we'll do that next week. Cause the open beta is this weekend. So hmm. there you yeah. go. So we'll see. Um, uh, but before we do that, Val's going to do her rookie camp coverage from the month of I January. Am. I am. Um, and then me and we'll get into the episode. So go ahead, get started. What okay. Do you got? All right. So in January I played Bioshock infinite, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Super Meat Boy, and Civ Five. Mm-hmm. So a reminder, the categories are most likely to play again, least likely to play again, and best overall experience. Uh-huh. All right, so guesses for most likely to play again. I would say Pokemon. I was going to say, yeah, you can guess because I haven't really, I haven't even like hardly talked to you at well, all we haven't in had the time last to talk. Month. Yeah, so, I would yeah. say Pokemon too Okay, would be the one. Yep. All right, least likely to play again. Super Meat Boy. Bioshock Infinite. Okay. And best overall experience? Civ. Civ 5. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. thinking either Civ or Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to be different, I'll say Pokemon. Okay, nice. All right. So my most likely to play again is Pokemon, of course. Yeah. I mean, we all know I'm a big Pokemon Go fan, mm-hmm. so it only makes sense that I would want to play Pokemon game. I don't know if I'll ever really get a chance to play it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's one that I'm most likely to play again for sure. Um, but I want to give an honorable mention in that category actually to Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like in like while I was playing Super Meat Boy, I was like, this is the dumbest game. It's so hard. <laughs> I'm so mad. But when I um, when I like watched a little bit of the rookie camp, for it i was like it was kind of fun and then i like 
the more I get away from it, the more I'm like, that was actually a really cool game. Yeah, the and more I like, fondly you think of it. Yeah, yeah, like, and it challenged me, and I liked that. Um, so, yeah, I would give a really close second place to Super Meat Boy on that one. Nice. Yeah. Um, so my least likely to play again is Bioshock Infinite. Um, I really liked that game, and I was, like, I was really excited when that popped up because I hadn't even... I always tried to guess, like, oh, what is he going to have me play today, you know? And Bioshock was never on my radar. So I was really excited because I know, like, you know, I've heard you guys talk about Bioshock, and I've seen you maybe play bits and pieces. Um, It was a great game. Like, I'm not taking away from that. But for me, like, running that, like, thing through that guy's head (laughs) was not... (laughs) It's not really my cup of tea. Um, it's not really something that I like to see, so... First-person shooters, too, are... are of, of, of the games you play are probably the hardest to control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was hard to control, and um, I was stressed out, too. Like, I was like, where are they shooting me from? What's going on? And, like, spinning around. And, yeah, that game is yeah. chaotic. Now, yeah. I, I didn't watch that chaotic. one. Did you get to where you met Elizabeth and everything? No. No? Okay. No, yeah. Um, but I know, like, after... You know, after I play these games, if I know it's something I'm not going to play again, most likely, I always run upstairs and, like, read the story about it. And I, w- I read the story, and, like, Dan and I talked oh, about it forever. Man. What a story. Like, yeah. wow. Like the, That story, the reason why it won our game of the year, the year mm-hmm. that it did, was because the story was oh, yeah. one of the my favorite stories. Yeah. It was fantastically done. And, like, I'm like, the movie industry should, uh, like... It, tap into the smarts going on in gaming because they need some new ideas and it was one of the rare times where when that ending cinematic where the game all came together yeah i think we all had the same thing we're like what happened yeah yeah Yeah. and we had to like rethink about everything and Mm rewatch like the ending sequence on youtube to be able to like get everything that was in there oh yeah there's so so much like I, I don't know. My mind was blown. I was like, "Holy cow! They put that in a video game!" Like, yeah, like to multiple even multiple dimensions. Yeah, like to even think of that story and then like play it out inside a video game that someone's interacting with. Like and a shooter. It's mind- like, yeah, a shooter. Too. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. So to me, one of the most interesting settings too in any video yeah. game yeah. I've ever played. Hands yeah, hands it was, down. Yeah, it was so cool. Like everything about it was awesome. It's just not my type of game. Yeah. You know. That's really the only thing I could say, you know, that didn't fit well, you know, for me. So, and I, I think like with that not being your type, I think even Corey said he didn't even really care for like the shooting part of the yeah. game. He yeah, he said it was too violent. It was real violent. The little bit I played, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, and it was funny because we, I think we scoffed at it when when he mentioned that, and then maybe a year later, I read something that someone had written about how they didn't think Bioshock Infinite needed to have, especially at the beginning, that first part think, at the beginning. I think it was a Kotaku article. Yeah, it might have been. Mm-hmm. That it didn't need to have that. Yeah, it was so. pretty intense. Like, I was like, ah, what am I looking at? Like, there's blood everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah I can was... see that being, like, unsettling. Yeah, it was just a little, like, eh, you know, but... Yeah, so still a great game, but just not one that I'm going to pick up and play on my own anytime soon. <laughs> um, so then my best overall experience was actually Civ Five. Uh-huh. Um, it was really, it was really cool. Like I love the music, which you probably knew that I liked it. Yeah, I kept commenting on the music. Not just that, but the music got our video banned for a while. Hmm. Um, oh no! <laughs> yeah, copyrighted music from. Oh geez. I think it was Universal. 
Oh, uh, so I had to remove it. I don't actually know if it removed part of the audio or if it just removed the song. Um, oh, but it's wow. Available. I'll have to share it. I was going to say the video is playing. It's, yeah, but... it's weird the way you have to even view it. So. Oh, geez. Pain in the butt. Aww. That's why I never That's even saw I didn't even yeah. know that was one of the ones you guys did. Yeah, that yeah. was the most recent yeah. one. We, I had a lot of trouble with it, so. I never knew I'll that. I'll have to tweet it out because I, I, don't, I don't know. YouTube's music rules are so stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, and it's one thing if they, like, monetize it. If someone else monetizes it, we don't monetize their video, so I don't care about right. that. But it it blocked it. Like, it was not available to watch in uh-huh. the U.S., so. Oh, jeez. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Your... No, no, that's fine. So, yeah, I love the music. I love the whole premise of the game. And, like, I love the strategy, you know, like, where should you go? And then, like, the barbarians came and took my worker or whatever, <laughs> and or my settler. And, you know, like, it was just interesting. Um and I got to be Sweden, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I liked being Sweden. Um, and I really liked the infusion of real people. Like, Napoleon kept popping in and was like, do you want to have an embassy? You know, like, mm-hmm. it was just really neat. Um, and I don't know. I felt like of all the games that I played this month, like, that immersed. I was very immersed in that one. Yeah. Um, like, it, I don't know. It just really, like, was captivating, like, right from the start. Um and yeah, it was just, it was a really neat game. Not not one that I would go back and play again, because I think there's so much strategy. Like, I kept telling you, I was like, you're so smart, like, to know how to play these games. Because if you hadn't been sitting there, like, all the barbarians would have came and got me, and I would have been done. Like, the Swedes yeah. never would have existed. <laughs> like, even, even when I play, like, oh. I'm always asking Corey, yeah. what do I do? Because I don't, I yeah. still don't know. Yeah, like, it's crazy. And I know, like, how much you've played, Dan, especially, yeah. like, It's responsible it for a lot of missed work hours whenever there's a new Civ comes out. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people call in sick for yeah. a couple days and play, oh. play Civ for days. Yeah. yeah, I could see getting lost in that very easily, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, like, I did not. <laughs> but... Um, and I also liked, too, because it was different from all the other games, like, that I played this month. This one was less, like, go and run and do here and catch this and do that. Like, it was very, like, I have to think about what I want next, and then I'm going to yeah. do it. And Slow a barbarian moving. might come get me, but I have another turn. And so it was kind of, like, a nice change of yeah. pace, too, I think. So it was a really nice one to, like, kind of end the month. And, yeah. So, good stuff. I recommend Civ Five if you're smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> kudos to you because <laughs> i never would have figured it out without dan's help but yeah okay so that's it for january nice so yeah so uh mm-hmm. obviously sunday night we'll record our next one yeah um i actually ordered a new webcam today it was on sale it's a background removal one which i've been talking about for a while mm-hmm. uh, getting a green screen in here but it's just easier to have the webcam do it all yeah so we'll yeah. be able to not have the box like you can see on our video here yeah uh, it'll just be us in the picture, and it'll be more more um, game scenery. We'll, we'll be cool. in the game. Just us. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, in the game, it's pretty intense. But I don't know if it's going to get here by by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Amazon's two day shipping is not really two days anymore. So yeah, uh, apparently not. They yeah. sold out. I've ordered a few things over the past few days that yeah. have taken longer. So you've had terrible luck. I've had a lot. I've had some that have been like it's going to be like three or four days from now, and then it shows up like the next yeah, day. Yeah, no, I'm hoping but that's you the have case. not had that no. luck. <laughs> I'm hoping that's the case with the webcam. It'll be here. Yeah, it's supposed to be here Monday, but I'm yeah, hoping we'll it comes see. sooner. We'll see. But anyway, yeah. So, so yeah. All right. Thanks All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Val. All right. Winter levels. Will, I'll let you get started. I'll let you take the honors. So, first level. my first one. Hey, Tito. 
Um, What's up, dude? I think the very first one we have to talk about would be Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, that was on everyone's list. Yeah, because I, I I looked up a few lists just to try to see if I missed anything, and and Skyrim was was number one on most lists. I think it's awesome when. Okay, so to put it in context, I know Corey has talked about this before. Um, you are playing the game, and it's morning in Skyrim. I feel like you can just smell the crisp, cold Skyrim air Yeah. Uh, while you're playing it. And that's like just a really cool thing. Uh, the immersion in the, the world. Because like, you can start down south where it's more woodland. Yeah, the but lowlands. But the more, more north you go, the more snow-covered and snow-capped the mountains are when you're in High Hrothgar. Uh, and it's like blizzarding. Like I'm, one of my favorite moments in the game was there was a blizzard, and I was going to High Hrothgar, and I didn't really know what to expect. And like I go into this warm like um, castle sort of thing to talk to the elders, and that's just like a really cool thing. The uh, the co- the mage college in Winterhold, uh-huh. uh, all those sort of things. And I think Skyrim is just a prime example of uh winter wonderland you know levels uh yeah game. i'm the same as you uh it, it's i don't know what what it was about it even but it was so like you said so well done so immersive that it it felt like you were actually there and yeah like you almost shiver yeah just out of reaction of, of how well done that winter winter hellscape i like to call them because I don't actually like winter and yeah. cold and snow, but it's fun to experience in, in, it in game. In games, yeah. yes, where you, you're in the comfort of your own house yeah. on the couch or what have you. So. And I've wanted to play Skyrim again, but I've been scared because I don't want to go back and, and see what Bethesda used to be. Yeah, Skyrim was was at least for me it was kind of their last, uh, their their crowning achievement. Yeah, definitely Fallout Three, Skyrim. They're kind of kind of the same same time frame there. That was yeah, it was oh uh, nine and eleven. Yeah, I think I so. I think that was their prime prime years. So, yeah, Skyrim was my first one that I put forth. Skyrim, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna throw out the division. Yeah. Uh, so the division is uh, again. You talk about wanting to go back and play. I've I've actually had a hankering to go back and play the division. I I don't know what it is, but. I enjoyed it, but uh, just the way the weather, uh, specifically when you, especially at night when you have a snowstorm, just the way it impacts visibility, yeah, and and movement, and it, the way the way the the snow piles up on the streets and piles up on the cars and on the garbage bags, uh, and then you know the sun goes or the the storm goes away and the sun comes out and it melts stuff off. Just I don't know, it's just unbelievable. It's yeah. very, very, uh, you know, it makes for a mer- good immersion in yeah. that game. So I think the division's a very underrated game. I don't yeah. feel like enough people give it its due. Yeah, no, I, I really like the division. It's, it's making me want, want the division two. I'm not sure. The only thing it. holding me up with the division two is it's set during summertime. Yeah, it's not as fun. It's, it's gonna sound stupid, but I think the snow levels don't happen enough in games like yeah. it's more just like oh here's a tropical island or here's a woodland you know like area yeah. i like the the snow-capped city that the division took place in i think it was brooklyn i think it was brooklyn it was where yeah it's it parts of new york city so manhattan and manhattan and brooklyn and that's like that's what i like about it yeah yeah um but yeah I, i've never seen something that that well done as far as far as what it's like to be in a, in a snowstorm so in a video game, yeah. Yeah. So that's my next one. 
Yeah, so the next one I have is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is a beautiful game. It's one of, I, in my opinion, it's probably one of the best-looking PlayStation 4 games, and it's a game that I wish I got to play more, because um, I, I put maybe like 12 hours into it, but I never ended up getting that far into it. But this it's a beautiful winter game. Um, when you're playing as Alloy, and you're walking through snow... You can see like the footprints in the uh, snow the that her yeah that her tracks leave. It's just so cool and like as you're stepping, you just see this like the foot like caving into the snow. Like it looks like real life, mm-hmm. um, and it's so beautiful. And nothing like hunting robotic dinosaurs <laughs> in the snow. while running through the snow. Yeah, yeah for your life. Um, I think Horizon Zero Dawn for a studio that has only ever done shooters. I think makes Horizon Zero Dawn even more impressive. Yeah, I uh, I agree. That was a cool a cool Winter World. I would have played more of that game if it wasn't my preference for playing shooters with a uh, keyboard and mouse. mouse. Yeah, um, if that if I ever get the chance to play that with keyboard and mouse, I definitely will. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, next on my list is Frostpunk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Frostpunk for me was a game that. And it's it's hard to explain even, but you felt the cold on a larger scale, mm-hmm. you know, not just how it affects necessarily your character, but how it affects like a, a society trying to survive, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know when the when when you see in the forecast uh, on Frostpunk when the temperatures are about to plummet, and you're like trying to get yourself prepared because yeah. you know you have to you have to turn your heater up, which you know you uses more resources and. Um, yeah, it's just there. There's been few games that have really uh, put you in a place where you can feel an impact of, of what that would be yeah. like. You know, uh, and, so Frostpunk yeah, did a good job with that. You, you see how the cold actually does impact the world, yeah. and people. Yep. Uh, you know, it's a small sample, but uh, it's a very well done sample mm-hmm. at the same time. So yeah, yeah. Um, next one, I have Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was on my list also. Yeah. Talk about a game actually capitalizing on the effects that the cold can have. Uh-huh. You legitimately lose health in yeah. Breath of the Wild. Like, the Hebra region was one of my favorite regions in the game. Uh, that was, I think it was northwest in the game map. Yeah. But it was snow-covered. And, yep. like, it was a very interesting domain because it felt like there wasn't a lot going in there because it was just desolate snow, but there was actually a lot there uh, that was to discover. I think... Um, one of the flying puzzles is in that region. Uh, not the flying puzzle. I'm trying to remember what it was. I wish I could remember what it was. Uh, oh, I think it was the snowball. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few snow. There's a snowball puzzle. Yeah, and then there's like a. Uh, it's almost like ski ball where you roll the snowball down the hill to bust open the the door to lead to the shrine. Yep, that's yeah. that. Okay, so that's what it was. That was in the Hebrew region. There was a lot of cool things to do like that. And I just like. You know, having to bundle up and yeah. traverse the mountains. And... Yeah, there's the survival aspects of it, which, again, it's an underrated part of Breath of the Wild because there is that. There's the same thing in the desert. You know, you yeah. have to you have to prepare for that. You can't just wander in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it just means having a bunch of stuff to heal your health to get through there, you know, you can do that. But uh, it's better to have the proper clothing or food that gives you a hot or cold temperature protection. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's an underrated part of the game. Uh, but also the neat things you could do in the Snow Worlds. Uh, there's the, the the shield surfing, mm-hmm. uh, which you could do obviously in the in the, in snow. the snow. You could do it anywhere, but the, you know it starts you in the snow. Yeah. Um, and you, like you said, the physics puzzles where you roll the snowballs down the hill and they get bigger and bigger and bigger yep, and yep. turn into giant giant snowballs. Um, just the the fun you can have, and then it, your movement slows down significantly when you're when you're in the snow. Yeah, you're traversing. Uh, unless snow. you have a special item, uh, I think they're snow boots. Um, then you can run normal speed through the snow. Um, but yeah, totally agree. That's definitely definitely on my yeah. list too. I I want to play Breath of the Wild again. <laughs> I do too, but I'm I'm avoiding it because I know I'll I'll get sucked in and I'll not play all the other games I have to play right now. Yep, yep, I'm the same issue. Uh, so I have Mount Wario from Mario Kart 8. Yeah, that um, was uh, one of my favorite levels. Yes, uh, it's interesting in that it's a straight line track. Uh, oh, Tito, thanks for the feedback. Um, it's a straight line track, which there's a couple of in that game, um, but it's the probably one of the best examples of it. Uh, and one of my favorite of the new tracks um, that they added in Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great track. Yeah, that that's a fun track, and as you said, it's different because it's just a straight line. You don't have to like repeat the going around the, the lap again or the loop. It's straight straight through, and um, uh, it's really cool when you go through the woods too. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. when that's really cool, and then you end up onto the like you're going through like the when you're speed skiing. Yeah, like those things that are set up when you're going down. Uh-huh. That's just really cool level design by Nintendo. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, my next one, and it's a game that I really didn't even play that much, but God of War, uh-huh. the most recent one. Um, that game, everybody loves that game, so I have to give it its due. I haven't played enough of it to say that it's an amazing game. Um, I definitely could see the beginnings of that. But it is set in um, uh, the Nordic uh, region, and that's it was really beautifully done. Um, just tr- going through the snow, hunting deer in the cold, uh, it's just really, really cool. Um, I wanted to say real quick that I heard rumors the next Assassin's Creed game might uh-huh. be set in that like Viking Nordic time oh, really? period, some Norse oh, Norse mythology again. Uh, so I think that would be a really cool, really cool time period for Assassin's Creed to get onto if it was going through like the God of War like time. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it's a really, really captivating uh, uh, level design that they can do with it. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's what God of War did. God of War had awesome level designs. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, well, at least from what I, I watched a lot on, on yeah. Twitch when it came out, I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, all right, I've got so that was what the ones I picked. I've got some honorable mentions. Do you have more games that you want to talk about? No, that's it all that I have. Okay, uh, so I've got a few. Metal Gear Solid. Did you play Metal Gear Solid? Shadow Moses Island. I don't know. It's just when you start the game. I think it, does it take all take place in that one facility? I'm not sure. Uh, it's been so long since I played it, but that that was one I remember the beginning of uh, being outside and, and the cold and the the soldiers tracking down your footprints if you weren't careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that. That's a good one. Um, Until dawn. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about Until dawn. That would definitely have been on my list if I remember. Right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that comes without being prepared. I texted Will like three hours ago. Hey, we're changing yeah. the episode topic. <laughs> Did you play Until Dawn? No, no, I didn't. Oh man, Dan, I I do want to play. Is it? You know what? It might be on. Maybe it's on PlayStation Now. I think it might be. That's where. That's how I would play it. Um, Metro Twenty Thirty Three. There's another yep. one. Yeah. Um, very very good winter setting. 
Uh, not so much Metro Last Light because the snow starts to thaw a little bit in Last Light, but Metro 2033 definitely has some some heavy frozen areas. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is yep. another one that has some good good snow parts. Um, Max Payne. Do you remember Max Payne, the first one? No, I never played a Max Payne. Yeah, it's set in, I don't know if it's Chicago or New York, uh, during a really bad snowstorm. Uh, and that's kind of the backdrop for the game. I don't remember much of it, but I do remember that being a very significant part, part of, the, of game. the game. So, yeah, uh, I feel like there's one more that I wanted to give credit to. Um, I know there's a level in Sp- a couple levels in Spyro. Yeah, there's some ones in Spyro. There's there's lots in Mario games, but not nothing that I would uh, deem noteworthy. Other than yeah. Mario 64's, uh, some of Mario 64's levels in, in, the, in the cold, so. But yeah, that's pretty much what I have. Uh, oh, uh, real quick. Yeah. I'll throw my last one out there. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh-huh. Uh, there's uh, Snowbell City. Um, and that's by far my favorite part in the game. Okay. Is when you're going through that. Because you're uh, traveling through the route to get to Snowbell City, and it gets more and more snowy. And then there's like a blizzard, so you're like, you can't see as well. Uh-huh. So like you'll just be wandering through, your movement slowed, and then you'll get hit by a trainer battle. Um, I know a lot of people that I've read online hate that part of the game, but I think it's cool because it's the first time Nintendo like used weather to deviate the manipulate the game a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I like that because it was different. It wasn't it hadn't really been done. Right. So nice. All right, uh, what do you have for nibble bits, Will? Actually, quite a bit. Um, There's a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was scrolling through Destructoid because that's where I get most of my nibble bits, and I was like, boy, like. There's a lot, and I had to go really far back. So if I have any of the ones that you have, Dan, I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. Um, but my first one is Retro Studios is taking over the Metroid Prime 4 development. I don't know if you saw the video. Did you watch it? I did, yes. So when they started it, and the way that they were talking, I was like, they canceled Metroid. Can't, yeah, cancel it outright. <laughs> I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Of course they canceled Metroid. But lo and behold, uh, the vision that they wanted for the game wasn't really being achieved by the studio, so uh, they weren't happy with what was happening with it. So they are letting Retro Studios take it over uh, and working on it. The thing about it is that they're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. So we're, God knows how far. Years out, probably. Yeah, two years out, I would say, probably from a Metroid game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's awesome that Nintendo was honest, for starters, instead of just leaving everybody in the dark, and that's yeah. why we've seen nothing from yeah. the game, because they haven't been happy with it. Yeah, no one's, is. I haven't seen anyone be, like, salty about this announcement. Everyone's kind of like, you know, they're disappointed, of yeah. course. Uh, you know, that was, I think that was, it was rumored for this year, or maybe uh, next early next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was disappointed, too, but at the same time, like, uh, it's Nintendo also setting a big precedent for developers to be honest about this sort of thing. You know, it's just come clean. You know, we're, yeah. I, we're disappointed, but at the same time, like we, I, everyone understands. You yeah, know? I mean, you get a lot more respect out of everybody if you just go be forward about it and say, "Hey, like it's not going how we want. We yeah. got it. We want to make it better." So um, nobody's ever going to complain about something being better. So yeah, and I, absolutely. And I, and I trust Nintendo to put out a better product because of it too. Yep. Uh, my next one is the second second season pass of the Dragon Ball Fighters has been announced, but they're also announced some of the characters, and two of them are actually out. Uh, so for stars, Jiren and Videl are in the game, which Jiren, for people who don't know, is in Super, so he's a character that most people who haven't seen Super will have no idea who this is. Mm-hmm. But it's cool, they added Videl with the help from the Great Saiyan, which is Gohan. Uh, so she's really cool, a great addition. But they also announced the next two characters, which is... Um, 
going to be the canon version of Broly. So the non-canon Broly is in the game, and then the one in the new movie is in the game too. And also Gogeta, uh-huh. uh, who's the fusion... Gohan would Vegeta. So, okay, so there's two fusions between Goku and Vegeta. Goku. Gohan, so Gohan. there's the earring one, which yeah. is Vegeta. Okay. Gogeta is when they do the fusion dance. Okay. So they have an, uh, a role in the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I really want to. But they're in the game, and then there's going to be two more characters after that. So nice. um, if I were to guess, it's going to be another super character and probably a Z character Okay. to do both. So that's really cool. But more Dragon Ball news. There, I don't know if you saw this, but there's the Dragon Ball game, Project Z. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. So it's a grand retelling of the uh, Z saga, but they didn't really show too much gameplay other than at the end. And what they showed, it seemed like it's going to be an open world game. Really? Yeah, an open world RPG game. Because this one, they wanted to focus more on RPG elements as opposed to the fighting. Because uh, games like Xenoverse and Fighters is all about the fighting. This yeah. is going to have more RPG elements. Oh, that's and I, cool. And you can, like, fly around. Because they showed some videos of Goku walking around on Turtle Island, Capsule Corp, uh-huh. uh, stuff like that. So I think this game is going to be pretty cool. It'll be right up my alley. Yeah. So I'll at least probably be happy with it. But Nice. Um, I'm curious if they're going to do just from Raditz to... Um, um, Boo, the Boo saga, which is the last of Z, or if they're going to do from when Goku was a kid to Super. Right. I don't know what they're going to do, but um, yeah, that's really cool. I'm excited for that one. Next is uh, Smash Patch 2.0 is out there with a lot of character changes, but they also added Piranha Plant early, which is pretty cool. Uh Um, So if you have the game, if you pre-ordered the game or bought the game within... I don't know. Was the until tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's like two months or whatever. Yeah, so the, within the two months, the launch window of two months, okay. you uh, will get a code that you can redeem to get Piranha Plant for free. Um, that's pretty cool. The character changes as seems good. They uh, nerf care characters like King K. Rule, uh, Inkling, oh. buff some characters that needed to be buffed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. It's cool. Nintendo's actually putting out patch notes now. People were so upset that nintendo wasn't putting out patch notes uh but yeah. they did now it's this. a lot easier to read patch notes than it is to figure out all, all that out you know amongst the community well yeah before they were like yes. nintendo would just put uh updates to characters yeah that's like what they would put so people were like oh trying to figure out what it is but now like nintendo actually listed what they changed nice uh and last but not least mario kart tour which is the mario kart mobile game is delayed till summer of 2019 uh-huh. So we got a little bit of waiting for for that one, but okay. I'm curious to see how that is. Yeah, uh, I almost kind of want motion controls for something like that. I can see motion controls working for that pretty well. Yeah, I am worried though because Nintendo's track record for the mobile games hasn't been good. Yeah, I know not, people not like Fire Emblem Heroes a lot. Yeah, it was okay. Um, but after that, I yeah, I don't really care for much of the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, okay, I have one more nibble bit to add on to there, and that's that Metro Exodus is the latest game to ditch Steam for the Epic Games storefront. Um, I have some mixed feelings about this. I don't like it, uh, especially, you know, with it being kind of last minute. Uh, at, at first I was under the impression that anyone that pre-ordered on Steam would lose their pre-order, but that is... Not actually the case. Anyone that pre-ordered on Steam will still have it on Steam. We'll still get all the patches and updates and all that stuff. 
Um, so that that's fine. Uh, I still don't like that this was done last minute. Yeah, the game's um, out in February. Yeah, it's February 15th it comes out, so it was two-ish weeks before. Um, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, the, it's it's gone and got gotten review bombed on Steam. Don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that sort of that sort of uh, mentality reaction. Um, the best thing you could have done is just not buy it. Yes, wait. That's, well, that sends more of a message than than any any of the other stuff. You know, definitely. I I don't like that they did that at all. I think it's kind of shady. It was yeah. also Cock Media's Koch, Koch, yep. Coke, Coke Coke Media. Media. Yeah, it was their call apparently uh, yeah. to do that. So they're kind of the um, reason behind it. Yeah, it, you know, I understand the reasoning for it. You, they get a much bigger cut of the the game sales, but at the same time, like I don't imagine it's going to sell nearly as many copies on the epic game storefront as it is as it would have on steam yeah you know so i also saw valve actually put out a statement saying that they didn't think it was fair to consumers yeah and like i saw the article and i read it and the person who wrote it like oh like bashing steam but they got every other game this year and it's like that's not the point it's yeah. that that is not really this, kind of fair the, yeah to this was last very very last minute uh, a little too last minute for most people's liking yeah uh and obviously it made a lot of people mad yeah. which they shouldn't be review bombing no but. definitely not but for the most part like the stuff i read on the comments is where, where people like i'll just wait you know I'm, I, and, and a lot of it was i mean there was of course the you know the angry gamer stereotype people raging and you know yeah. you could feel the rage coming through their keyboarded message the only thing they have uh, but, but a lot of people were just like you know i have I don't want yet another digital storefront on PC. Yeah. I, it's it's fine, you know, I'll just wait. That I, was the general consensus. I saw a post on Reddit and I almost sent it to you in a group message and it was a picture of someone's screen that had Battle.net, Steam, yeah. Uplay, Origin, um, Bethesda's client, and Epic. And it was, the tag was, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, cause, and, you know, a lot of it was, you know, the the people were like, yeah, all my friends play their games on Steam. Like, that's just where, the, where that's, the, it's got the most uh, uh, fleshed out, like, social features, yeah. uh, you know, than obviously Epic Game Storefront. The thing with Epic Game Storefront is their biggest game is Fortnite, which is a free-to-play game. I know they're, they make money through microtransactions through Fortnite, but... You know, I can't see people like loading up their Epic Games storefront. I mean, you got to start somewhere. And again, uh, Steam is not perfect, uh, and certainly needs to improve. Uh, but at the same, I'm I'm kind of at the point now, like you. I mean, right on here. I don't know if I can see this, but I've got GOG Launcher, I've got Steam, I've got Origin, I've got Xbox, yeah. <laughs> Blizzard, UPlay, uh, Epic Games is over here because I only used it to play Fortnite a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I had another one. Oh, the Bethesda one. I deleted that one. I didn't need it anymore, so yeah, it's yeah. gone. But yeah, it's it's too much. Well, and like this is this is a massive first world problem. But like, that's seven, eight, nine clients that you have to keep updated and keep yeah. the games updated. It's like, not. That's it's not. Not easy. even that. But remembering the password. Like my origin account, I have to reset the password every time. Again, first world problems. It only takes a few minutes to reset it. But yeah, and well, I just wanted to do the anthem stuff, and, and yeah. it, it took me like twenty minutes to get into my account first of all well and like people would say well make your password the same thing but that's not safe no it's not so it's just like 
I don't know. I think it's just, it's too much of a hassle. I'm not, I'm getting the game on console anyway if I do end up getting it. So it's not really affecting me any. I just think that it was kind of a shady move to pull last second. And yeah. I kind of think. Yeah, because Division 2 is coming out in like three months. And they announced it like a month ago. Or two months now at this point. Wait, is that going to be epic? That's epic, yeah. Uh, you play too, I can imagine. But um yeah, but that's going to be... That's not going to be on Steam, but it's going to Epic. But they announced it, like, a month ago. It's not coming out for another two months. So, you know, that gave people plenty of plenty of heads up. It also wasn't for pre uh, up for pre-sale on Steam, yeah. I don't think, at any point. Uh, you know, it, it feels like Metro Exodus used Steam for... You know, obviously the trailers would pop up mm-hmm. uh, on people's Steam feeds. And, you know, used it for advertising and stuff and then, and then bailed last minute. So that's gonna be interesting to see how the game's received. I'm not yeah. gonna look at the fan reviews. I'm gonna look at the actual like <laughs> yeah. Because I heard not good things about it behind the scenes. So. Yeah, there's there's been a few people that said that it doesn't transition well to the open world. So oh boy, I would get it on console, but I just don't have fun playing shooters on consoles. It, it just is not fun. So. Yeah, holds you up. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till it eventually makes its way to Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a it's a shame that they that they did that. But yeah. so that was the big news. But again, don't review bomb. Don't send threats. There, they, there's just no need for it. You're better than that. Yep. Everybody just, is. Just move on. Uh, I think that's all I got for nibble bits. Uh, how was your week, Will? Good. It's cold. It is very cold. I was telling Dan off podcast uh, last night. I was leaving a friend's house. It was like one thirty at night, and. I have never been cold, more cold in my life. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I, Allison, where she lives in Edmonton, is, like, way colder. Yeah. It's without wind chill. It's, like, negative 20. Yeah. Just, I just straight up negative 20. I couldn't believe that. So, stay safe out there, everybody who's in the Northeast and Canada and all that. You people down south are getting, like, 40. Yeah. Um, I know they're complaining about that. But, yeah, stay safe. Don't get frostbit. No. Luckily, we have, like, 40s and 50s coming right behind it, so. Yeah, Monday. It's going to be, like, 55. Yeah. And you know what's going to suck? Everyone's going to get sick. Probably. <laughs> That's what happens when the rapid temperature changes. I get migraines. I'm blocking my Tuesday off to yeah. be bedridden. Miser- miserable yeah. and bedridden. Mis- <laughs> so, um... That's what I've been doing. School started up this uh, week. Uh, I'm only taking one class, so I have a lot of free time. So nice. I'm hoping to be able to work more and play games more and yeah. be more out, you know, uh-huh. be more of a human being. So we're looking nice. forward to that. Uh, it's a harder class, so um, it's anatomy too. Oh. A lot of people say it's hard. Uh, I thought the first one wasn't too bad. So okay, that's uh, that's the class I'm taking. I'm pretty pumped nice. with everything so far. So. All right. Yeah, that's that's really it for me. Yeah, I don't have a ton to talk about either. Uh, I bought Wargroove for too. Switch. Yeah. Um, that comes out tomorrow. Comes out in two hours. And Are they doing the midnight minutes? midnight launch? Usually they do. That's really tempting. Really I, tempting. I hear it's awesome. Yeah. Wargroove. Everybody's loving. Yeah, Wargroove. I've got. I've seen good. I, I think the lowest review I saw for it was like an eight. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's looking pretty sweet. I'm excited to to play that. Uh, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, which I'll talk about to tease. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about the my brief first impressions of Kingdom Hearts three, uh, 
and then I'll talk briefly about Anth- the Anthem beta that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I've been bombarded with computer orders. Uh, you can see over there a ton of computer parts. That's nothing because I only have one left to do yeah. uh, that I have parts for, and then I have two more uh, coming. So, so I haven't done any Instacarting because I've been building computers. Hey, I mean, do they keep you as an employee for however long until you be like, yeah, I yep. won't be, yep, won't be back, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so probably probably next week I'll try to pick up some pick up some orders and yeah. go from there. So um, yeah, that's everything I had for my week. Uh, what'd you play, Will? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I want to play Kingdom Hearts three really bad, but yeah. I know I, I talked about it last week. I want to finish Odyssey first. Yeah, but man, that game is dense. There is so much to do. Odyssey. Yeah, I am. Uh, I put probably eighteen hours worth of gameplay in. This wow. past week, nice. Um, I sat down like for two, three days. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna sit here and finish it." But that game gets pretty dark at a certain point uh-huh. into it. Um, I say it every week, but I think the protagonist is the best protagonist in the entire series. She's an awesome character. Uh, I love it, and the story like it's the only game, man, where you just go around and like conquer these different little islands that are off of Greece and then just assassinate the leader of the Athenians and the mm-hmm. Spartans. It's just, like, so cool, like, what you do in the game and the story that it tells and how there's, like, five main stories in the game that all kind of become one that you got to, like, work on throughout the game. Uh, the only problem right now that I'm having is, and I saw people complain about it and I don't care, um, is you kind of get level-gated from the main story at a certain point. Um, so you have to do side stuff to level up to be able to get to the point where you can do the mission. Um, which is fine because I want to play the game and experience the world. So I don't really care that I have to do that. But the people that want to just rush through the story can't really. Can't do it, yeah. Um, and like I said, I saw that. I didn't have an issue until recently where I decided, alright, I'm going to stop doing as much side stuff and try and do more of the story. I think I'm on chapter 8 of 9. There's 9 total, so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm probably probably five hours six hours from being done nice um i just gotta do more side stuff to level up so i can continue on the main story but things are kind of hitting a crescendo right now it's nice. pretty it's i love the game um i'm gonna play origins too uh, maybe not right after Odyssey like i intend because i do want to get to kingdom hearts and more groove so um yeah soon i've been playing smash too played the piranha plant Pretty cool character. I don't know if you guys have messed around with no, the planet. No, I haven't haven't done it yet. Pretty pretty fun. Nice. Uh, I heard he's like kinda heavy and slow. Yeah, heavy and slow. Uh, even though he's kinda small. It's plays weirder than any character I've ever hmm. um it's just funny to see like a little pot just scooting yeah. around on the stage. Yeah. Um Yeah, no uh, Smash is a pretty this Smash is an amazing game. Yeah. So. I've got, I've got to start playing it again cuz I've got I've gotten rusty. I was okay like over mm-hmm. cuz I played it a ton over, you know, when it came out and then over Christmas break and uh once I started playing like Pokemon um and and uh New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, I haven't really picked up Smash, but I I've got to Yeah. I've got to pick, get back to it. Yeah, I want to finish Pokemon 2 and I have Valkyria Chronicles 4 too uh, that I've got and I'm I- like I've got that on my wish list. I'm going to pick it up when it goes on sale. It's 45 right now, but I want to wait oh, till wow. it gets down a little bit lower. It'll be down to like 30 before you know it. So That's what I'm hoping. There's a, I have so much to play. I love it, though. And I like I watched Lord of the Rings last night, and I want to play Shadow of War. Ah, uh, see, that's on uh, Xbox Games Pass, so you just download it. The new one's on Games Pass? No, not the new one. 
I, Shadow of War. I, oh, Shadow of War. War, yeah. You could play my copy on Steam. I don't really want to play it on Steam. I have a hard time playing Assassin's Creed-like games yeah. and action fighting games like that on PC. Uh-huh. You um, want the controller? I guess I could plug in a controller. I just my computer now just doesn't run things to my liking. Yeah, um, I've actually been reading up on that, and uh, if you just get a new graphics card and maybe some RAM, you'll be all set. Because uh, I actually read or I watched a fairly lengthy video. I, I might have talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, a fairly lengthy video on our, my specific processor, the i seven twenty six hundred, and how it does with gaming with a, like a modern card nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it. Like, would if I get, like, a RTX 1080, I could run all games in 1080p um, at well over 60 frames per second. My, mm-hmm. You know, my monitors only do 60 frames per second. So yeah, yeah. Uh, where you see the differences in the higher frame, like, I wouldn't be able to hit 144 frames yeah. uh, with a high refresh rate monitor. But for, for 1080 gaming, it's it's just fine. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna eventually get... Because I only have 8 gigabytes of RAM. I'm going to get 16 gigabytes of RAM and then save up for a graphics card. Mm. I'll probably get the RTX 2060, which is like 350. Okay. Uh, and that'll that'll get me through probably another couple years, mm-hmm. maybe, before I need to before I need to upgrade the entire thing. What I Because like, I want a new computer that's going to be really good at being able to edit, like, podcasts yeah. videos stuff like that and i also it is wanted, slower for that <laughs> and one i also want something to be able to play games on too yeah. like like high quality yeah so uh i the problem is it's so expensive for probably what i want to get so i kind of probably never will yeah that's that's kind of where i am too so it's just like well okay if i want to play good games on it i can just play my xbox really right now yeah i'm pretty content um get whatever playstation 5 when that comes. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I could spend money and get an Xbox and a PlayStation and still not have as much or spend as much for a new computer. Right. That would be really good for what I want. So, yeah. yeah. And you don't have the, you don't have the need to play a shooter with a keyboard and mouse. Like I do. Like that's a must for me. So yeah, exactly. I, I get destroyed competitively, but when I'm playing like story shooters, like I can, I can do fine. So, yeah. But yeah, that's that's my predicament. But like I said, Odyssey is an incredible game. I keep saying it. I want people to play it. I can see people like Eric not wanting to play it because you know Eric and Cora are more big on the respecting your time aspect of a game. Yeah, I can see them being like not wanting to put in fifty hours to be an Assassin's Creed game. I can sure. see that, but I think it's and uh, whenever I'm like, all right, it's getting a little stale. It does something where I'm like, this is incredible, and yeah. it rehooks me. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I will get to it at some point this year. I hope you. I really hope you do. I definitely will. Make sure you play Cassandra. Oh, I, I would. Yeah. I, I always pick a female character anyway. So, do how the story's set up is how the one character you pick, the other has a role in the main story. Okay. I think the way that the other character plays, like Alexios in the main story, fits way better than if it's Cassandra. Gotcha. Too. So, and plus she's the canon character. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's my weekly praise of Odyssey. Okay, I will say that with our thummies, that would be my number one game of the year now, oh, okay. as opposed to Smash. Okay. Um, yeah, nice. Beardless says I might finish Odyssey eventually. 
That's a heady game, man. I, there's so much more stuff I want to do in it, but I'm like, okay, I need to need to move on to Kingdom Hearts. That's how We're I'm doing feeling an episode with episode soon. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling with uh, uh, Red Dead. Yeah, I'm in the same because I was playing Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it was a couple nights ago. Well, I came out Tuesday. Maybe it was Wednesday night, but I played you know like an hour of Kingdom Hearts or maybe an hour and a half. And then I switched over to Red Dead because mm-hmm. I I want to like I I don't want to let that sit for yeah. too long because if I let it sit for too long. When I pick it back up, I'm going to f- have forgotten how to play it. I'm going to forget what happened in the story. Like, So I want to keep that going even though I'm, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3. So. And it's hard to play two story games at one time. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. So it's... Uh, I, I'm definitely getting that. I need to need to move on. I've been playing this game since early December. Yeah. It's February. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, we'll talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, first off. Um, so I, I only give brief first impressions because we are going to do a full episode on maybe probably not next week, but maybe the week after, uh, depending on how things work out. But, uh, yeah, initially starting kingdom hearts three, it, it starts off with a very long, like cinematic setting up the story, which I didn't understand. And I still don't understand. <laughs> the story is nonsense. It's, uh, it makes no and, sense. I want to, I want to try to figure it out because I pride myself on, on stories and being, I'll understand yeah character motivations and stuff i i a lot of people said i would have a hard time following like game of thrones i didn't have a single problem following game of thrones and yeah. all the intertwining storylines uh character motivations it was not a problem um so i kind of pride myself on that sort of thing but it it doesn't make sense what's going on i actually work with a kid and he's like yeah the story is incredible like it's gripping and he's telling like using all these adjectives to explain how incredible it is and i'm like it makes no sense which i think it might be if you've played through all the games and understand <laughs> what's going on but i haven't uh cory actually tweeted us an article that kind of breaks the story down a little bit so i i read the like the very brief one paragraph synopsis and that kind of made things make sense a little bit but i need to Dig deeper and, and well, see what's actually going on. Didn't Corey, who played the other ones, even say it's a nonsense? Yeah, but he but there's there's this is the tenth Kingdom Hearts game, uh, <laughs> so he played the mainline ones, the Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts two, and now Kingdom Hearts three. But I don't think he played any of the other ones because there's you know there's there's even a, a 3ds one uh, that's in there. Dream maybe Bob maybe drop distance. Yeah, like something the one like that. that. They keep referencing as having story yeah yeah so uh that's such yeah. a japanese thing like don't have the a lot of the story in the mainline games and uh, spread have it them the to side. The, yeah the well offshoots. you just think of, of uh the way the breath of the story and breath of the wild was done like the story it's weird because the story already happened yeah you know like 100 years before the game took place you're just figuring you, you out just have to find it yeah in the game so it's in- interesting but uh, yeah, so I, I didn't know how I felt about it initially. It felt... Corey brought this up, and I agree. It felt dated a little bit. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, like, it was built for last-generation systems, which I believe it initially was. Um, but the more I played it, the more I got into it. Once I started understanding the combat, uh, it's it's really cool to have uh, Goofy and Do- Donald Duck in your party. I was never big on Disney uh, or Disney characters or anything like that, but it's there's just something about it. It's, it's just very cool They're to, fun. to have that be... Yeah, Mickey makes an appearance um, uh, in the game. Um, I've been through uh, the Hercules world, which is where you start. I never saw that movie, so that's not one that was meaningful to me. But once I got to this Toy Story world, having seen all the Toy Story movies, that was a like a wow moment. For uh, me. Nostalgia bomb. Yeah, oh yeah. When you when you first like land in Andy's room and you 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 know you meet your you meet Buddy uh, 
Woody and Buzz. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you know, jump down off of Andy's bed or wherever you end up and you start a fight on the floor. I'm like, oh, okay, this is, this is awesome. So. How long do you, uh, do the different, like, worlds last? I know it they de- probably it depends. Vary, but... Yeah, it depends. I, I, I want to say I've put about eight hours into the game. I'm in the third world. Okay. So, I believe the third world. Yes, yeah, so my, my other question was the world build. It, like, is it really cool when you're in these different worlds? Like, yeah, it's fairly open. There's a lot of stuff to find, uh, a lot of different fighting. Uh, the fighting, I talked about it uh, in the thing, but it's not as crisp as like a, a, a near automata. It makes me think of near automata a lot because of the the variety of things you do in the game. Yeah, um, it's not as like tight as something like that or Bayonetta or you know similar games in the genre, I guess. Yeah. But I'm I'm starting to think of hang of it. Uh, it's a really there's some really epic fights uh, in in a couple of the boss fights that I've done. Um, and then there's it, when you're when you're doing battles, you like charge up a meter, and then you do I don't know if it's called attractions, but you turn into like uh, the that pirate ship at Disney that that yeah, yeah. goes up up and down, uh, and, and that does damage. And then there's one where you turn into like uh, it's almost like a, a spaceship, and you move around. It's 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 like a tank yeah, the, way, yeah. the way it moves, and you you shoot that stuff as like a power up ability to what you what, what you're already doing. Yeah. Uh, there's one where uh, uh, Buzz, Woody, and you get on like a rocket, and you fly around in this rocket and do flips and stuff, and and attack the character, and then you eventually like, crash into it and blow up. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, like, really cool moments in that, but, uh, yeah, so far I'm liking Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, my kids enjoy watching it because of the, the Disney characters, so. Yeah, I was actually seeing Eric's reaction, too. Yeah. I was funny. I'm not going to spoil the actual reaction, but he did a complete 180, which was really yeah. funny. Well, <laughs> well, we were talking about it before he started, and I warned him, there's a lot of cutscenes in yeah. this game. A lot. Oh, I clocked one at ten minutes. That was I was just sitting there watching a cutscene, <laughs> and I know he hates that. Yeah. Uh, in in a game, um, so I don't know ultimately what he thinks now. He'll be on for the for the episode, no doubt. Yeah, but, yeah. I know. Uh, he 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 really didn't like it at first, but as he played it more, he started to like it a little bit more. So yeah, because he said he was done in an hour, but then he played more, and I guess he liked it. So yeah. it's gonna be. I'm very interested to play it because. I've seen very a lot of people really like it, and then there's people that go meh, you know. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what I think of it. So yep. Uh, so there was that. That's good stuff. I, as I said, I'm still playing uh, Red Dead Redemption. I'm not going to forget that one. I'm going to try to play it at least every couple of days, and I have nothing to report on that. I haven't done any story stuff. I've just been screwing around. Yeah. Uh. Still playing New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. I'm in the fifth world, I believe. I've still gotten all the all the the gold star coins. Um, I'm gonna when I beat that, I'm gonna get all the gold star coins in New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And then when I play New Super Luigi Deluxe, I think I'm just gonna beat the levels and not do all the gold coins right away. Maybe I'll go back to it uh, because again, uh, you know, I like to have a Switch game going and then an Xbox game going. Same way, yeah. Um, Wargroove's coming out tomorrow, so I'm not going to finish Mario by then, so I'm going to have to try to finish Mario while I'm playing Wargroove. Um, and then I'm juggling two Xbox games, too, which is, is, is frustrating. 
Uh, and then I'm, I, at some point I'm going to add a PC game. It would, it would have been Metro, but that's not not going to be the case. Um, Do you know what so. game's actually piquing my interest right now? That Far Cry game. Oh, you know, I thought about getting that. So it's only like it's like thirty thirty five. Yeah. On PC, I, I've thought about that too because I'm not getting Metro, so I might I might end up biting on that. Is one too. that? That's the only game that's coming out because we're not getting Metro when it comes out. Like, I'm not. No. I don't think I am either. Because yeah. I think I'm gonna, unless Eric wants to split it. I wonder if he'd be interested in spending like the fifteen dollars to split it and get it. Probably. I'll think. Yeah, I'd have to talk to him about it. But yeah, I'm actually pretty kind of interested in that Far Cry game. Yeah. I think it's just because of my newfound love for Ubisoft. Yeah, it <laughs> it's very similar to Rage. I don't know if you saw that interaction on Twitter. I think they were uh, Bethesda and and Ubisoft were making fun of. Of themselves, but about yeah. the similarities between Rage and Rage and Far Cry New Dawn, it was it was, it was funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, so I played that uh, Anthem, the Anthem beta. So I played yeah two hours probably of the Anthem beta, um, and I enjoyed it. Actually, it was it was it was fun. Uh, I'm not going to get too into it because we might have an Anthem beta episode next week, uh, but I did enjoy it. Uh, flying is really cool in it that's that's one difference from uh like a like a destiny type of game it doesn't play like destiny at all it's more like wargroove than 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 like a destiny part partly because it's third person um i think me and Corey are going to be splitting this one on xbox so i'm a little bit worried about controlling it with the controller but um, it seems like you can do a little bit more though than just like aimlessly shoot yeah yeah there's that there's that and it's it's a little more rpg-esque than like a like a shooter you know that's it's got the the numbers for Mm. for shooting and it's it definitely feels more rpg-ish shooting than than uh twitch twitchy shooting i have a lot of faith in bioware for this game and i don't really know why yeah the world seems interesting um the the characters seem a little bit more interesting the story seems more interesting than say like a destiny um, or, or another game in that genre. So, yeah. I've heard pretty good things, other than like the technical issues of the actual game. It was had. very buggy. The reason why I only played like two hours was because the it it didn't work most of Saturday. Uh, I tried logging in several times and it yeah. wasn't working. And um, it was also a pain to get set up, like way more than it should have. So I wasn't initially even going to play it, but I got a code from Nvidia for the VIP access. So oh wow went to redeem the code and it was like two days before i could even re- redeem the code once i redeemed the code i had to sign into my uh origin account on the computer uh on a browser not on the actual account i had to change my password and i do all that <laughs> and then i had to go back into the thing and i had to pick what platform i wanted and then i had to tie the platform i wanted to my my origin account on my computer it was such a pain yeah, it was such a hassle unnecessary i feel like they could have done that better yeah well they liked uh for whatever reason they love the connection between your whatever you're playing on and or like origin yeah i don't know why but they love it yeah i don't know it was a pain it was a lot harder to get it set up than i would have liked so but yeah i like that so far i'm not going to talk too much about it only because hopefully we'll do an episode on it next week uh, but I do want to get a little more time in with the beta, open beta this weekend. And uh, Eric said he's going to play. Corey's not because Corey's going to be out of town. So I'll probably play it too. Yeah. Um, I do know that the Bioware actually detailed how they're going to fix the game for the open. Okay. Uh, the open beta. So yeah, I'll probably do the beta on Xbox too, just to give myself a little practice with 
Oh, shooting with the controller. It's so embarrassing. Maybe we could all play. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole, that's why we want to all get it on Xbox, so we can all play together. Um, We've got, uh, Tate actually uh, friended me on Xbox Live, so I think he wants to eventually, you know, play it with us, so. Yeah, there's that. I feel like there's another thing I played. No. No, whatever. Uh, Feedback. Let's call up feedback. Let's get into it. Uh, call it up on my phone here. I know we had two pieces of feedback, and I know Tito sent us one later, so. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is from Tate. Tate says, Sup, guys. It's Winter Wonderland here in Utah as well. We got four feet of snow and two nights a couple weeks ago where I live, and there's been about two feet of it left after some melted. Pretty crazy. On that topic, my most favorite snow level of all time was Assault on the Control Room in Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. It had a real assault feel to it, and there's no better feeling than when you finally get the Scorpion on that level and wreck the Covenant's shit. So the main part of my feedback, last weekend I played the Anthem demo, and I have some positive and negative thoughts. Positive, what a freaking fun game to play with friends. And the flying mechanics are super fun and add such a cool aspect to fighting uh, that you don't get from games very often. I love the customization of the javelins, and my javelin of choice was the Colossus. And I had a blast with it, no pun intended. I was a black main color with neon green accents on the armor, and it was sweet. I thought the graphics were gorgeous, and I can't wait to explore the world more. Negative. What the hell was up with the load screen crapping out every other time uh, every other time trying to get into an expedition? It was bull, and my buds and brother and I spent more time on the loading screen and the menu than we did actually playing. That really sucks, so hopefully they fix that so we can enjoy the game more this weekend. Ultimately, though, I'm stoked as hell for Anthem. I love the music as well. I've listened to the main menu song on repeat since last weekend. It reminds me a lot of Halo's music. Uh, And he says he'll take Far Cry 3 from last week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Taterade out. So, yeah. uh, Again, the flying was awesome in in Anthem. Really, really like that part of it. Uh, Another thing I did, too... I was a. Uh, I wanted to see how I would play solo because that's probably ultimately how I'll play the most. Yeah, is solo, uh, and I was a little annoyed when it ma- matched me with people when I was doing a mission, but it didn't really bother me. Like they were just kind of running around. We kind of like no one communicated yeah, or anything, yeah. but we everyone kind of knew what to do. Yeah, so it was fine. It still felt like I was kind of playing solo, but with people around. I guess. Anytime I played Destiny like that, I mean, I never had an issue with somebody being a jerk or anything i was always fine to do the mission and just get it done and move on yeah i feel like that's what that's what they were doing on anthem uh beardless says four feet of snow suddenly i don't like to dislike texas so much yeah i'm me and the wife uh, we and we do this every year and i talk about it every year but every we can't move now because we just bought a a new house but uh, a couple years from now we'll be looking at winter time and being like we gotta move we gotta move then the spring summer even fall a little bit we're like it's not not too bad here see i love fall but Uh, aside from the crime and bad weather it's not too bad here (laughs) yeah when eric says he wants to move back up to new york i'm like i almost took a picture of the negative four yesterday and said don't yeah don't don't do it stay yeah so uh, that was from Tate, so thank you, Tate. Uh, next is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey guys, not feeling great, but to answer your podcast, uh, Tomb Raider, or Skyrim, is my favorite winter snow levels or games. Pick area in Tomb Raider, and climbing the steps in Skyrim just makes you feel cold and in the moment. 
Right. Yep. Thanks, guys, and have a great night. Yeah, those are yep two good picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ra- oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider Two is such a good game. Yeah. I wish I could. I, I still have to beat the newest one. I, I Fall sh- of the Tomb Raider. I should play it too. It's it's not as good as the other two, but it's still still quite good. Yeah. So. All right. So this next piece of feedback is from Tito, and it's a voicemail. So I will play that right now. Maybe. Uh, open with. Nope. That's... Yeah, Beardless. Nobody mentioned Last of Us because Eric's not here. Beardless. Yep, The Division and Horizon Tito are a good one. Oh, I wanted to mention The Last of Us too. Um, was there snow? Oh, yeah, there was towards the end of the game. That's yes, right. because that was my favorite part of the game. Yeah, when you had to be Ellie? I yeah, when you, when, you, Ellie. When, you, when you played as Ellie and you saved... No. Well, you played as Ellie, or you played as Joel. To save Ellie. To save Ellie from the, the cannibals. That was my favorite part in the whole game. I thought you played as Ellie, too. By the way, is The Last of Us 2 going to be a PS5 game? It might be. Because we've heard nothing. This is Tito from LA. It's been a little while since yeah, I've had feedback. Um, but I mainly have two things to talk about. First, I'll start off, um, I'll start off with the... Uh, Anthem, my Anthem impressions. Um, I really enjoyed it. I played on PC using a keyboard and mouse, and I don't want to get too much into the the mishaps and the the errors and all the the problems that they had because, um, you know that's you know that goes without saying that that was annoying. Um, but I, I I did manage to play through the quote unquote campaign of the VIP demo. And I played a little of the Stronghold, but I didn't complete it because it was pretty difficult. Um, I don't think we were level. I don't think we were powerful enough yet to really go through it with uh, some of the randoms I played with. Um, the javelins I tried, you know, were the Strider that you start off with, and then I picked the Stormcaller or whatever it's called. Uh, I don't know the names, but um, the one that has all the elemental ability, uh, abilities. So the gameplay I thought was really great. I loved it. Um, it was a lot of fun. I think the big thing that came across to me is since there's no PvP, they don't have to worry so much about the balancing, and they can just... It kind of felt more in line with, like, Diablo. Of um, It's more it's more so about the, you know, you can use your abilities just way more often, and um, some of the abilities that you can pick up, too, that you can find, because um, they're treated as loot with stats, and you can upgrade those and keep upgrading and find different kind of abilities, too to equip on your javelin um get they get really interesting so i really enjoyed that whole system um the movement i really enjoyed um the controls on the other hand were not great at least for keyboard and mouse i did not try a controller i think for this free weekend that's coming up tomorrow i will try with the controller on pc i'm still deciding if i want to get it for pc or ps4 um, but yeah, the, the movement is great. Um, I hope they improve the controls though. That needs a lot of work. Um, the graphics looked uh, pretty good. I, my computer starting to show its age. So on low settings though, I, I felt like, um, the game still looked pretty good. You know, it, it didn't look like garbage. Um, I've, I've just been waiting for a developer's take on a, a destiny competitor. 
because I've always been, as much as I love Destiny, and if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that Destiny is one of my, my favorite games. Um, I, but I've always felt like Bungie was filled with all these like newer kind of, um, they, they just, it's like they didn't have the experience to know that certain, um, game mechanics that they would put in the game or how they treated some of the, the design philosophy were just like, they were just not great and things were always annoying. They just always, it was a, a one step forward, two steps back kind of thing with Bungie. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see where Bioware is, how, how their take on this kind of shared world shooter, how that, that, uh, plays out. And so far I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I've been following some of the developer development videos that they've been doing, some of the live streams they've had on YouTube and it looks pretty exciting. So I'm, I'm, I am kind of excited for it. The customization is glorious <laughs> because I've always hated the customization options and make in, in destiny. I never felt like I could look badass. For every one cool armor set, there was six other fugly ones. And they just, I don't know, it was just very frustrating. And just in a single demo, um, BioWare gave us way more options in terms of the color and, and customizing how we wanted how we wanted our javelin to look. And, I mean, they, they just put um, Bungie to shame with that. And I, I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I'm excited that there's no PvP. That bullshit I don't have to worry about. I'm hoping that that makes the game... It, you feel powerful with the abilities and especially the ultimates. I, I did feel powerful in, in what I was doing. So that was cool. Um, I don't know if the guns will be as memorable as Destiny's guns in the gunplay, but I noticed it's more in, in Anthem, it's more about hitting your abilities and, and, um, and hitting, hitting those combos that you can, that you can put, put off. So yeah, that, that's my general thoughts. Um, I, I am looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to buy the game. And um, hopefully I can play with friends. The next, the last thing I want to talk about was starting back in, I think, December, November, December, with some of the updates that Sea of Thieves has um, put out now. I got kind of back into Sea of Thieves, and I've, I've actually been having a, a really fun time, especially watching it on Twitch, because um, I, they, they've had reports now of, of how it's somehow made a comeback, and it's... Now, generally, with um, on some of the stream, the popular streamers playing it, it's been hitting the top five now on Twitch, and I'm just so happy to see that because um, I, I really enjoyed Sea of Thieves, and now it's even better. Um, it's just a great chill game, and it, it works really well. And and watching it too, specifically with how one streamer plays it, um, Summit One G, um, where it, it's it's just fun to watch the highlight videos of. The way he plays the game is he tries to sneak on ships and they they pretty much do reconnaissance on who's playing if they're hot mic because it's proximity voice chat. And for hours, you know, you can only do this if your job is streaming, you know, playing video games because there's no way I have time to do this. And that's why it's so much fun because I can watch someone else do it while I'm at work where they just spend hours just stowed away on a ship hidden. And when this random crew does all the work in finding all these valuable chests and then they just fuck them over <laughs> and it's just really fun to watch and some of the the shenanigans that they do with the players is just really really entertaining one of them is you know taking these bombs that you can get at at the the raid the fort um force that you complete and they pretty much hold the hostage situation on the ship you know where one guy's 
telling the crew, hey, I got my guy on your ship with a bomb, and if you guys don't comply, he's going to set it off and blow up your ship. And <laughs> it's just a lot of fun to watch. So I've really been enjoying Sea of Thieves. I, I've been playing it again, and, and um, I love it. I know Eric's not a huge fan of it, but uh, I, there's definitely good game, good gaming there. It's, it's always been about the emergent gameplay, the PvP aspect of that. And it's great that there's no progression or anything like that. You know, you, it's really just about, you know, if you want to dick around for a few hours and play with friends, chill out, grab a beer, and just kind of sail the seas and do whatever you want. Sea of Thieves is a great game for that, and I'm glad to see that it's made a comeback um, because it's well-deserved. The Rare, the developers, they've always been really supportive, and they've always had their development videos, and, you know, they, they, they communicate with their... their um, with the... Um, What's the what's the word the the gamers the community, um, and uh, I'm glad that they're being rewarded for it. So that's all I have to say, and uh, I'll see you guys around. All right, thanks, Tito. Um, yeah, I actually read a, uh, an article recently about the the resurgence of uh, Sea of Thieves on on Steam, and that must be why. If some because yeah. Summit's one of the top the top Twitch streamers. If he's if he's doing all that stuff, I'm sure that that's played a part in the in the popularity of the game i actually uh if i follow summit um i because i think he is pretty entertaining mm-hmm. out of a lot of the streamers he's not like so streamlined like ninja uh-huh. he's still kind of like not that ninja's not real but he's still pretty real uh-huh. um so i like following his stuff and some of his sea of thieves stuff is hilarious and like tito talked about it like the you know holding a hostage yeah. or uh stealing people's ships like that like that stuff is so funny when they pull it off well and it's yeah. like exciting and see this is a game that i don't have the time as tito said to do that stuff but watching people do it like makes me really kind of appreciate yeah. the game more than i did before i liked sea of thieves when I, the brief amount of time i played it, it was only a couple hours but and i played it solo like i had fun mm-hmm. uh like like he said sneaking onto sneaking onto ships uh, I, I did that a little bit out of myself. I wasn't effective at all. I never, never scored a victory doing that. But I had fun, had fun doing it. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's a fun. I mean, I've always liked pirate stuff, and even sailing a small ship by yourself is is fairly easy to do and and fun. Yeah. Uh, it, like he said, it's a it's a chill game. You know, if if you play that way, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. So I was really close to downloading it on Xbox again, actually. And I actually did too. I will say, if this game came out when I was in high school with my friends, this game would be the game we played all the time. Yeah. Um, because it just has that potential to yeah. be that much fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it was. I had. I'll probably revisit it at some point. I would think. I played it. I played it on PC a little bit when it first came out. Um, but yeah, I would probably. I'd probably revisit it. Uh, and then Anthem. Uh, I'm also, you know, cautiously optimistic about Anthem. I'm getting pretty excited for Anthem, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it sounds really fun. Yeah. So. Um, there's some weirdness with the pre-ordering with the when you can when it when you can play it and when it unlocks and stuff. Oh God. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to decipher some of that, but that's the new thing everybody's doing. Like, yeah, if you pre-ordered the super special edition, yeah, you get there's twenty the, hours early. There's that, and then if you're uh, EA Access or Origin Access member, you can play it earlier. Uh, but one of them only allows you to play it ten hours over the course of the first weekend. It's something like that, something ridiculous. And then PS4 gets left in the dust. They don't get it till like a week later, I don't think. Um, so. Who knows? Who knows? Who, who knows what's who knows going, what's going on? Yeah. Tito's 
commenting on here. Yeah, so I actually have a, one of my best friends goes to UCF, or he actually he just graduated. So, and you know, I've always loved the the story of UCF. I'm a big Mackenzie Milton fan too. Um, so I really like the Knights. They're a lot of fun. Uh, so I rep them. Most of the, I have I have two UCF night shirt sweatshirts, and they're both for my friends. So nice. Not to just completely change the subject like <laughs> that, but yeah, no, I appreciate Tito catching catching that. Uh, all right. I'll get the number generator going. Yep, I'm calling up the the game giveaway list. Tito wanted Far Cry Three, or not Tito? Tate wanted Tate. his two different two letter two letters are different in those names. All right. So one's Tate, two Jake, Tito. Tito's three. three. Yep. 2017 national champs. That is UCF. Okay. Winner is number. Three. Tito. Tito. Tito's the winner. Tito, you win. Congrats, buddy. Okay. Game one. 64. Whoops. 64 is gone. 27. 27. Gone. Oh, man. First time that's happened. (laughs) <laughs> Tito would like to thank his parents and all those who have supported him in, his, in this win look at 64 got picked again that's crazy Weird. Okay, 118 what's happening with numbers 118 is retrograde retrograde I've heard of it I don't know anything about it though <laughs> says he'll take gone gone <laughs> <laughs> 141 141 is anomaly korea Oof. 13? 13. Contagion. Okay. I don't know, Tito. 148? Not a great list so far. 148 is Limbo, which I know he's played. Oof. Well, hopefully 114. Where is it gone? The Bridge. The Bridge. Huh. I think The Bridge is good. That's a indie puzzle game i think puzzle platformer game yeah i should we should uh, refresh our games list i should subscribe yeah. to humble all right so tito your chan- choices are retrograde uh anomaly korea contagion limbo which again i know you already you've already played and the bridge so let us know what you want if you want to let us know now or later um probably send out these games while this episode is compressing and uh yeah so next week uh we'll give kind of a rundown of upcoming episodes next week i'd like to do the anthem beta we'll cover it a little more in depth hopefully uh if i can play a little bit more and eric can play a little bit more we'll we'll play a little bit and we'll we'll talk about that more more in depth next week um then maybe the week after that kingdom hearts depending on how much we can all get Again, it's a huge release month. There's yeah. a lot of games coming out. I wanted to do an episode on the Crackdown 3 uh, since it's on Games Pass and you know I'll be able to play it or whoever wants to play it. Yeah. Although I haven't heard anything about that game, which makes me a little nervous. It's probably going to be bad. Yeah, I don't know. It might be bad. Oh, we also got to do Life is Strange 2. Life is Strange 2. 2. I would like to get that out as soon as possible. But those are the games that are on our radar, so 
it'll probably be one of those at, at some point um i can imagine it'll still be a couple weeks for kingdom hearts i think we, at least we want to play the majority of it before we do an episode on it one person should beat it yeah i agree i agree it'll probably be me if i had to guess i've already got eight hours into it unless i uh blitz through it at yeah. some point yeah Ooh, the bridge the bridge the bridge is yours tito i'll send it after we finish the episode <laughs> Um, that's all I've got. You have anything else you want to chime in with, Will? No, I got nothing. Stay warm. Yeah, stay warm. It'll be warm over the weekend, so that's good. The Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. forgot about the Super Bowl. Go Patriots. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for episode 393 of the Thumbs the Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Black